What's up, friends? You're listening to episode number one of the <gasps> Just Breathing with Laud and Lungs. Uh, here today, <laughs> we have uh, Brittany Letterman, and uh, she is my wife. And uh, I'm happy to start the podcast off right. Right? That's right. Right? That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, so we're going to get into a lot of different stuff today. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff that uh, maybe doesn't matter, and we're going to talk about some stuff that does matter. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about culture. We're going to talk about uh, all things that every single person listening to this cares about, even if you don't hear anything you care about. <laughs> you will love it. Um, so thank you for being here. Yeah, no problem. And um, so uh, bring that mic up a little closer to you. Um, so one of the things I, I kind of want to start with this because right now, uh, Laud and Lungs is working on some new projects for a EP, um, and I'm not going to reveal the name or, or anything like that because that'll that'll come, and I want that to be a surprise. But I did want to talk about sort of the the emphasis behind this album, kind of where the songs are coming from. Uh, where everything is sort of leading to and, and what what you want people to get out of it, all that type of stuff. Mm. So first off, uh, tell me a little bit about the the onus to, to um, I guess, go after the, the focus for this, uh, this EP. Um, I guess it all starts out from um, just my love of God and my love for music and um, whenever I'm writing music, so I write music all the time for those of you who don't know, and I'm always just kind of pouring out my heart to God about my own struggles and also for the struggles of other people. And I have a big heart for those who feel like they're less than, for those who feel like no one cares about them or that they really don't have any purpose in this world. Um, I know I have felt those things, so I really have a heart for those people. And so I write a lot of songs <laughs> for those for those people. And so um, this is kind of like some of my best picks of my lowest points and of points where I've seen other people at their lowest points and I've written out of that place. And um, I just want to encourage these people that they are loved. They are cherished. Um, they have a purpose. Um, and it's a lie. It's a lie to think that um, your life is pointless. So so that's really where it comes from. And I'm excited for people to hear it. I want it to bless people. I want people to feel like um, they're worth something after they listen to this album. So Yeah, I agree. I think having uh, there's a lot of songs out there about God's love. There's a lot of songs out there um, about loving yourself, about about knowing how special you are and, and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think that subject matter really gets old because uh, as we can see, even in our world today, there's a lot of hurting people. Mm. A lot of the stuff going on really stems, in, in my belief, stems from uh, a longing for something. Mm -hmm. Um probably not an understanding of how much uh, that person is loved. Right. Um, and, and, and you could see that. You don't have to get too deep into that. But, I mean, you can even see it just in the racial things that we're seeing mm. in our world today. Mm -hmm. um, there's a group of people that no matter your, your uh, political bias or, or kind of where you're coming at, 
that whole thing, uh, you can see that people feel unloved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could talk a lot about that, but I, I want to stick on on this just for a, a little bit at least. Um, so tell me a little bit more about um, kind of some of the songs. What is some of the subject matter that you tend to uh, stay on, that you tend to really write about, and that really is on your heart during this whole process? So the first song that comes to mind is, uh, should I not say the title? Should I? Yeah, let's keep that. Okay. Let's keep that a surprise. So there's one song in this album that is really, well, they're all dear to my heart, but the one is dear because. <laughs> they're all your babies. Yeah, they are. Um, the one is dear because it kind of tells my story through a song of where I was at um, as a very young person. Um for a long time, believing a lot of lies about myself and uh, really just living in a very depraved kind of mindset. Um, and I was just not in a good place. And I, it was damaging to me in many ways. And so this song is kind of a story of how God kind of spoke to me in that place. Um, and he was kind of like, why are you, why are you doing this to yourself? And, um, I just say that because I have been, he has slowly taken me out of those mindsets and he has slowly taught me who I really am. And I'm, I think I'm always going to be growing in that way, but I want other people to experience that. Cause I know I wasn't the only, I'm not the only person who's been in that place. There are a lot of people who are in that place now or have been or will be. Um, and I want them to know that there's hope that there's hope. So that, that one song is kind of the heart of where this all started. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote that song like, I don't know, a few years after the fact, um, because at the time I was just trying to survive, but, um, yeah, so all the songs kind of stem from that mindset, that mindset of coming out of a place of darkness, a place of depravity, a place of um, lies into truth, into love, into an understanding of who I am and who other are, who others are in the light of um, Jesus. So, so yeah, that's really the feel for all of these songs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does that song start with an N? Um, no, no, not that. Oh, one. okay. See, I I get the pleasure of uh, of hearing uh, Brittany <laughs> writing these songs, and there are certain songs that she tends to love to um, really sing out and sing all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay, all right. See, now I don't even know that song, so it's going to be a surprise for me. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, All right, if you saw a cut in the video, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back. Um, We're just going to continue on in the conversation that we've been having. Uh, If you're listening to this, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, So carry on, carry on. Um, But yeah, all right. So we're we're talking about, um, really, it sounds like a lot of these songs are songs of hope. Um, it sounds like a lot of these songs are songs of, of just a, uh, a light at the end of the tunnel type, type thing. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that kind of the vibe that, that you really see in a lot of these songs, giving people something to sort of aim towards? Yeah. 
yeah, that's a really good visual for it. Um, it is. It's like a light at the end of the tunnel, um, a joy at the end of the tunnel that I want people to, to look forward to. Uh, yeah, I can't say it better than that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm really excited about it. I think um, we have one single that uh, hopefully will come out uh, mid to the end of August uh, is what we're aiming for. And, man, I think that's a, a really good song. It's actually an older song uh, that that my man Pat Ian Kenna, uh, he wrote that a long time ago. And we were just kind of digging through some of his old stuff, found that song. We're like, this song still resonates. This song mm-hmm. is still good. Um, the recording sounds like it's in the 90s, but the song <laughs> itself, the song itself is uh, is excellent. And um, that's the one we're going to be releasing first. And I think it really encapsulates a lot of what you're talking about, a lot of, a lot of hope, a lot of um, uh, what's cool about that song without getting too, too much into it is that uh, it comes uh, from the perspective of God, mm, mm-hmm. you know, really singing down to someone that has felt uh, fear and has felt shame and has felt uh, broken and feels unworthy. And that's another another thing that from just singing some of the songs that you've written, um, that's that's a place that I think a lot of people come to God from that that place of feeling unworthy. Yes. And you are, so I mean, just c- from a Christian perspective, we are unworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but praise God through Jesus, we can come into God's presence as heirs, as Amen. as children of God. And, um, you know, that's the beautiful thing. That is the good news. Uh, that is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, um, yeah, so that's cool. I'm really excited for that, that EP to come out. Um, and like I said, we're going to be releasing some singles, um, as this year progresses and then probably, uh, the beginning of next year, maybe the full EP will, will come out, um, but yeah, what else did you want to kind of talk about? Just so you guys are know, full disclosure, uh, we have babysitters. We have three kids at home right now. <laughs> so this is like the most freedom that we've experienced in whew, a long time. <laughs> um, so we are, are just, it's hard for us to even talk because we're just enjoying this moment so much. The quiet. The quiet, the calm, the lack of fighting. <laughs> You know. No one's crying right now. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. We do. We would just want to sit here in in silence <laughs> and just soak it in. But we want to talk to you guys. So, um, yeah, one of the things that uh, I think we should talk about is let's let's get back into. Uh, it's hard to get off the topic of what's going on in our world right Mm, now. That's for sure. I mean, this is a weird time, you know, stuff's still happening. Movies are coming out and we can watch them at home now. And, you know, music's still coming out, thankfully. Um, But it's a weird time because, you know, you, you don't get to experience a lot of those things with other people because of the uh, coronavirus mm-hmm. and, you know, with all the, the, the protesting and rioting and, and everything else going on, the violence that's happening right now. It, it's such a, 
it's a crazy time. A lot of everybody says that, but it is. It's a crazy time. Um, what what do you think these songs can really mean to people that are maybe in the midst of some of these things that are maybe struggling with fear um, from the virus and are just kind of just locked locked by that fear? Mm. Um, you know, are, are any of the songs that you're you're writing right now because you you know them way way better than I do. Um, you know, are these songs that can really speak to those people? Definitely. Definitely. I think specifically of one of them, um, that's kind of, it's kind of talking about lifting God high when everything else is crap. (laughs) Um, do you use the word crap? I don't use the word Ah. crap. It's a little bit more, uh, (laughs) well-spoken in the song, but, um, yeah, I think, I think it's in these times that we realize how much we need the help of God. We need the help of each other. We need to extend grace. We need to speak truth. Mm. Um, mm. I think I think we're we're wrapped up in our own selves, and not everyone, but most of us are just thinking about ourselves, and it it adds to the chaos. Um, when we can't think clearly about a situation, um, or we're just concerned about me, me, me. Um, yeah, I mean, we have to get our, our eyes focused, right. And yeah, that's it's so helpful to sing those things. Mm -hmm. There's something about, about song that I've noticed that sort of transcends our emotions, it can kind of, even if you're, you're feeling it and, and everybody's probably experienced this when a, a certain song has come on the radio or on Spotify or wherever you listen to music, uh, check out Lawton Lungs. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it's able to sort of cut through maybe if we have a lot of noise in our mind, if we have a lot of things that are, are going on in our life, it's able to cut right through. And those words that weren't directly written for you feels like yes. that guy was sitting there listening to your story yes. and writing about, yes. writing about that. Um, and I what, love that when that happens. Yeah. And what, and when, and what you're saying too, with the, with the, we lift you high singing that out is, you know, that, that declarative type mm-hmm. song is able to also cut through um, a lot of the noise and really help us to have that, that vertical connection. Yes. Sometimes a song can help us sort of open up the horizontal and see kind of around us and see sort of our situation, maybe for what it really is, or, you know, see people for who they really are or things like that. But that declarative sort of praise songs, worship songs allows us to really cut through the vertical and maybe see God in, in the perspective that we need to see him mm-hmm. at that time. And even declare truth to ourselves, Like, yeah, Sometimes we need, or at least for me, sometimes I need to kind of say to myself and to God, like, I'm going to, I'm going to praise you, even though I, I don't feel that right now. I don't, I don't feel super happy inside right now, but I still know that you're good. And I still know that you're there and you see everything that's going on. You haven't left me. I'm, I'm going to just lift you high still. Yeah. And, and almost, almost declaring it for myself um, is, is helpful. And I, I think that is helpful for, 
for everyone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, fear is, I think, the biggest thing right now. And that's why I'm just kind of harping on it and and just sort of staying on this topic. Just because I, I see so many people, you have you have so many different sides of it. There's people that fear some of the the rioting and, and they're scared of, of that uh, and the tension of that. And then there are people that are, are just locked away in their homes because mm-hmm. they're so scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people, hey... I love the mask thing. I think you should wear it. I think it's great for making everybody feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get into all the science of whether it works or whether it doesn't work or all that fun stuff that uh, Facebook likes to debate on. <laughs> all those all those doctors, <laughs> Dr. Facebook members. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I... There, there are people that are just so afraid mm-hmm. right now, and they, they don't even seem to be able to get out of their own way with that fear. Mm-hmm. That fear just it locks them. Like I said, it locks them up. It just it paralyzes them. Right, right. Um, and yeah, if these songs can just be something to sort of, you know, to use a cliche, break those chains, right, and to you know just uh, allow people to move, right. Um, you know, if they're scared to go out of their house, they don't need to go out of their house, but at least be able to be confident that God is in control. And right. like you said at the beginning, that he loves them. Right. Um, that's so necessary right now, especially. I know one thing that God has taught me is when fear is dictating my actions, I'm, that's not a good place to be. Mm. You, can be you can be fearful, but then you have to kind of take a step back and say, Okay, what what is real? What is true? Right. Like what are the reasonable precautions that I may need to take? But when is when is fear just dictating my actions? And uh yeah, I mean that I that's a really good thing to kind of I use that still. I'm like, right now, is fear dictating my actions? Yeah. And I kind of have to rethink how I'm how I'm and You behaving. really don't get a clearer picture of that until you have kids and you or or if you just are with kids, you really, and you're in a situation where they're trying something for the first time. All of our kids are under five right now. And so they're just experiencing life. Mm -hmm. They're just trying things for the first time and everything is new to them. So it, it, it gives you just a beautiful picture of what we look like when we're faced with a new situation and how we must look to God, you know? Yeah, we do. (laughs) We probably are just super silly. Um, you know, just especially when you look back on some of the stuff that you were scared of talking to a person, you know, it sounds so silly, but, and, and you never know. Sometimes talking to a person could be one of the most you know, upsetting moments of your life. You know I mean? Right. I've, I've had those, those, those conversations with people and mm-hmm. they weren't fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you look back on some of them, you're like, Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. But it is, it, it is something that is so clear when you have kids and you can, you can see them in new situations and you can, you literally can see the cogs in their, <laughs> 
you know, mind so true. working as they, they sort of process the whole thing and figure out, you know, can I do this? Is this, is this even like something I'm physically capable of doing? You learn so much when you have kids. Yeah. You learn so much about yourself and you're like, yeah. wow, it's, yeah. hum- it's humbling. It is humbling. And we're, we're always learning. Mm-hmm. We are always learning. Yeah. What book are you reading right now? Oh, I'm, I'm in the, I'm kind of reading a few, but mostly I'm reading Shepherding a Child's Heart, or at least I'm trying to read that. Who's that by? That is by a man. A man? Oh, (laughs) that's sexist. Why does Um, it have to be by a man? I can't remember his name. Shepherding a Child's Heart, though. We have Google. Who needs names? Yeah. Author recognition. That book is popular. If you look that up, you'll find the author right away. Yeah, yeah. But you're finding that helpful right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever I can, I'm trying to read it. Anybody that's listening to this right now can tell that I have not read that book yet. <laughs> so my wife is a much better parent than I am. I'm, and I'm she cares reading about as much as I can. Shepherding our, chi- our children's <laughs> hearts. I'll get there, though. I'll get the, uh, the audio book. Yes. Um, but, yeah, what are, the, what are the major things that it's really showing you about, you know, about shepherding our child's hearts i mean i guess just to throw out there the first few things that come to my mind like one of the things that the guy said that was humbling for me was he's like we've underrated quantity time Mm. like you know and it's true like you kind of are like i'm gonna like give my kid like some quality time and like that should be enough but like no they're like your kids they need you mm. like not not that you do need to take care of yourself like i need to take care of myself and it's not it, it is it is healthy to take time to myself but like quantity time with them is good too right. like just being right. with them them knowing mom's here mom's here for us yeah when we need it and that was kind of humbling to me i was like oh yeah like i i i do underrate that so that was that was humbling, but mostly just really getting down to the problem, like the heart issue, um, is it is really what the key is, and that's hard. So yeah. I need discernment for that because I'm actually not that good at that. So that's a little scary. Um, but what are you not good at? Discerning right away. Kind of where the kids are wh- coming from. Right. What's the really deeper issue? So yeah. I obvious I obviously see the behavior issue. It's very evident. Yeah. But it's like, why are they doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Like what is what is really going on that they decided to do this again? Yeah. And again. And again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so really trying to take the time to, you know, talk to them and figure that out. And I don't know. I'm I'm learning. It's in the process. Well, it's kind of like yeah, I think of two things. I think of uh, that one one book we read together. So I'm not terrible at being a parent. <laughs> um, but the the five love languages for children, you know, those are sort of when those things are lacking. When when the child's love language is lacking, right. you know, they can act out in other ways in order to try and get your attention. Mm-hmm. You know, desiring that that uh, love to be to be filled up you know, to be received. Um, and I also, yeah, I, I heard, uh, I think it was the, I forget his name now. Um, but he's the, the lead singer of 10th Avenue North. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he was talking about, I think he has 
all daughter all daughters, I think. Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, I knew he had daughters, but I didn't know. Yeah, but he was talking about because man, if someone has a daughter out there, they know daughters are <laughs> woo. <laughs> daughters are something. They're they're emo- a little emotional. Their emotions are zero to a hundred in about five seconds. She is my daughter. And um, <laughs> yeah, but he was he was talking kind of along those same lines of what you're saying with with getting to the heart. You know, when some when they're when they're doing something, usually with children, it's not really about that thing. Right. You know, there's something going on inside of them. They feel angry or they feel sad or they feel, you know, um, hurt or they feel, you know, kind of maybe like you said with the time thing, maybe they just feel neglected, even though you're there, right? you know, you're not, you're not leaving them on a right. curb somewhere. Right. Um, but, but they can still feel that, right. uh, if that's really the way that they receive love and mm-hmm. that, you know, and that fills them up. Um, and that, yeah, that's a hard thing to really, to really navigate and to really, man, yeah, it takes a lot of discernment. Takes a lot of, a lot of prayer. Yeah, a lot prayer of prayer of self control. God help me understand my kids better. Yeah. yeah, but that's good though. I mean, I, I think like, and this is not a diss on my parents at all because they were great parents. But you know, that was never something that they really focused on. Mm. You know, they were really focusing on the surface actions right. and, you know, and, and some of that is, is their, their own upbringing. I mean, we're all products of, mm-hmm. you know, our own parents' upbringings and their parents, you know, barely hugged. Like, it's actually kind of wow. cool now because especially on my dad's side, you know, we, we hug a lot now, but he said growing up, you know, like his parents, they didn't hug. Wow. They didn't hug like each other. Like there was not like there was not really like that physical part. That's you so know, different in than their my love. Family. And you oh man, you know from from being with my family, the the love language <laughs> is crap on each other in the name of love. You know, it is it is destroy the other person. And once that person's gone, I'm gonna say all the great things about them. Yeah, that is a funny thing too. Yeah, if you were Let just Let me just lavish my congratulations on this person that isn't here right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a funny thing. Yeah, you'll never hear that when they're in person, but when they leave they're like that person that that family member is the best. I love them so deeply. And you're like, "Why didn't you say that to them?" And just like, "Nah. Nah, I like crapping on them." Oh yeah. This podcast is going to have a lot of crap in it. You're going to be okay with that. They like that, remember? That's what they're looking for. That's what they're looking for. You didn't know you were looking for crap, <laughs> but you found it on Just Breathing with Laud and Lungs. Oh, my. Yeah, but um, what were we even talking about? Family, right? Yeah. And just mm-hmm. the differences in, in our upbringing. And, yeah, it, it plays such a role Like, because, like I said, my parents definitely loved me. They said they loved me, mm-hmm. which is very different. Like even, I, I think my mom's side was a little more. They would hug, and they're all Italian, so they would kiss like a thousand times. Oh, that's fine. You know, um, they got even more loving. You know, once the <laughs> once the drinks happened. Oh boy. Um, yeah, that was fun. I would have like people, like cousins, I didn't even know. You know, be like, <laughs> I love you. 
Yeah, they were really loving. But they didn't say it a lot. Their words wasn't really a part of that. Um, so I know my parents were definitely wanted to establish that when they had a kid, mm-hmm. that they were going to say they loved me. They were going to hug me. They were going to make sure that that affection was really shown. Um, and, and it was great. And it was great. But like we're talking about right now, that deeper connection Mm -hmm. they didn't get to. And I think that's what's so cool about if you really focus on the next generations, if you're Mm -hmm. really focusing Mm -hmm. on your kids, if you're really, and you can still focus on yourself, you can still do the things that God created you to do and, and, and live out your life in the way that you should, you know, pursue your dreams, go after what you, what you want to do. Um, but if you have kids, a great portion of your life mm-hmm. now is for them. Right. Is really bringing them up and, and making sure that um, you're assessing those areas. Right. Okay, what did I not have that I really needed that could really set my kid apart and really set them on a, a good path right. and really set them, you know, set them up for success. And, and yeah, that deeper connection is so key. Right. Um, and just to kind of bring it back full circle, you know, establishing now you are loved. Right. You know, establishing now, you know, you were unworthy in your sin, but God called you worthy yes. through what he did Yes. on the cross and in the resurrection and, and all that. And, and that's such a man. That's such an important thing, and and there's nothing better as a parent than when we hear our kids singing about oh, yeah. Jesus loving them, oh, yeah. and like you know maybe if you're a non-Christian listening to this, you're like, okay, you know I guess that's <laughs> cool, but there I think once you understand how much God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, all of them love you, mm-hmm. um, when you get to experience someone else understanding that love. Oh, it's the best thing. Yeah. It just melts your heart. Yeah. It melts your heart. But, um, all right. Well, what else do you want to talk about? Hmm. Anything? I don't know. I'm, I got to check the time here. Yeah, I know. We are on a time slot. We're on a time slot. We're on a time slot. We got to get home. Cause I would probably just talk more and more, but. Well, yeah, <laughs> I just talk just for the simple <laughs> fact that we're, not being kidless right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually having a conversation right now. And one of our kids is not like, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> That's yeah. totally how it is. Oh my goodness. We're trying to teach the whole like, excuse me. And then for them to wait, but yeah, then they're just like, caught on oh, yet. okay, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse, excuse me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, but it's awesome. It is. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. Um, yeah. This was good. This was good. We're going to do this again. Yep. All right. See ya. Bye, guys. Bye.